we go. And it's worked! Ha! The bot is recording us! Everything you say can and will be used against you by our new AI overlords. Hello everybody! Thank you for tuning in! I'm so glad you could make it or couldn't make it. Welcome to Drawn to Us, an official podcast drawn by us, with a profile picture drawn by us, where we draw people in with ideas drawn from us. So yeah, I hope you'll all have a blast listening to this. Please give, leave us some feedback, leave us a like, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes once this is all over. Talking about that, let's get it over with today's topic. And today's topic, who remembers it? Do you remember it? Imperfect. It's kind of in my name. Oh, nice. Uh, nice segue. Yes. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're talking about imps today. No, we're talking about Han Perfect. <clears throat> yeah, let's move on. But yes, we are talking about uh, perfectionism <laughs> and also the idea of being normal as a bad or a good thing and about how people just deal with mediocrity, which is a yeah. very big theme in art as well as any yes, other creative exactly. opportunity. Because people love comparing themselves to art. I was going to bring that up because uh, yes. a lot of new artists, especially, always get into the bad habit of thinking they will improve immediately and comparing themselves to people who have probably failed more times than they tried, you know, the old proverb. So that yes. really ties into the theme of perfection. It does, and we'll get into that. So to start off today's podcast, I would like to quote one of my... Uh, more preferred stars of poetry, which is Latin poetry, because I used to study Latin. And so I'll just do the Latin poem, and you guys can tell me whether I was trying to summon a demon or whether you got the overall gist of the poem, all right? Perfect. Well, let's just... An imperfect, and he's all in here, no worries. Uh, so, yeah. <coughs> oh, wait. Where does it start? There. Declamas belle causas agis, attike, belle. Historias bellas carmina belle facis. Componis belle mimos, epigrammata belle. Bellus grammaticus, bellus es astrologus. Et belle cantas, et saltas attike, belle. Bellus est arte lyre, bellus est arte pile. Nil bene cum facias, facias tamen omnia belle. Visticam quitsis? Magnus es Ardalio. So, did anyone get anything out of this? Except for me enjoying reading it quite a lot. I'm holding a cross now. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm prepared for whatever pops up. I was just noticing the linguistic similarity between Latin, German, and American. Uh, yes, that's because they're all Latin-based. It's called Roma Romanic? Romanian? No, Romanic languages. Most European languages are based in Latin, except for a very peculiar group, which is called Finno-Ugrian. And there's exactly two countries which I'm aware of that speak any variation of these, which are Finland and Hungary. Pretty obvious coming from the name. But that's the reason why nobody outside of their uh, general location understands anything they say, because they use a completely different version of talking and grammar. But yeah, mm. everything else is Latin, which is why Latin is often taught at schools, and a lot of students hate Latin because they don't see a point in learning it. And meanwhile, I've gotten to enjoy it, partially because we had an awesome teacher, and yeah. most people have very bad teachers. But yeah, 
So uh, this poem obviously ties into today's episode and let me just read you guys an English translation and see what you think about it afterwards and we will go in the order I see you. That means imperfect, you give us your response first. Heck second, uh, talking about heck, you wanted to say something, go ahead. Uh, this is ridiculous, Summer. How dare you assume that all our viewers do not speak Latin? We, we have a very, very educated listener listening, right? I mean, uh, yes. we even Especially need to translate bots with the uh, animal thingy. Also, yeah, I dare presume our readers don't speak Latin because they can't speak at all. They're all mutes oh. in this channel. Oh, oh. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Ah, yes. So, uh, the poem is quite obviously about Atticus, whom the... So, I'll, I'll just read the English version and see whether you guys like this better. So, you declaim nicely. You plead causes, Atticus, nicely. You write nice histories, nice poems. You compose nicely mimes, epigrams nicely. Uh, epigrams, by the way, are a form of poetry. You're a nice literature, a nice astronomer, and you sing nicely and dance nicely, Attic. You're a nice performer on the lyre. You're a nice player at the ball. Seeing that you do nothing well, yet you do everything nicely, would you have me describe you? You are a great dabbler. And the more common terminology for those kinds of people is a jack of all trades. I dare presume everybody has heard that phrase. So, give us your responses, guys. Imperfect. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm slightly like that. Because there are lots of many interesting things, and I don't really need to be perfect in all of them. I just kind of need to be... Talking about knowing things. Like, I can do a lot of things. But I can't do a lot of things very well. It's yeah. unfortunate, but I don't really need to do a lot of things very well. I, like... I need to do my favorite hobby well, and I need to do my job well. And that's really about it. Everything else is just for fun. Here's something. You don't even need to do either your hobby or your job well. You just need to do them well enough. But we'll get onto that later on. Do you want to add anything? Are you talking to me? No. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty much done. I'm you're so done with us again. All right, heck, I'm sure you have a lot to say about mediocrity, worries about that. Thinking about uh, being compared to other people who are maybe smarter than you and applying for colleges oh, yeah. for some reason pops up in my head. I have no idea why. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. I mean, that's all I worry about. Uh, <laughs> well, it's you'll really need to nice worry. I actually had a fun interaction with a friend about that recently. I mean, I was telling her about how I was going to apply for Oxford because, you know, it doesn't, help, uh, it doesn't hurt at all to just apply, right? If you don't get in, you don't get in. But there's no, no shame in taking the chance. And she Small got pointer. incredibly mad at me, you know, because I wasn't the same type of overachiever perfectionist as she was. And I'm bringing this up because I, was, I am going to apply for literature and I always saw life as if I could master just one thing that I wouldn't really have to worry about the rest you know so I'm really more so striving to be really really good in one field and dropping the other ones per se I mean if I had to say if I had to describe myself I'd 
say that I'm not the type of person who really has a lot of different varying skills and a lot of things like all my skills are very art and creativity based and pointed in that direction so if this was a Sample, rpg and a video game, and cooking <laughs> yeah a little bit but i mean the a bare minimum <laughs> yeah now go on if this were like an rpg game right let's say you have a bunch of different stats i like mushed like uh, what's it at least like 60 60 out of 100 into like three two two main things like agility or something like that and wisdom or whatever <laughs> although people might disagree listening to all this they might <laughs> and then like everything else is spread out super evenly between like 10 other things right oh, yeah so, so yeah. there's a lot of things we can go on about this imperfect you go first because i'll keep talking for ages and ages no matter what go ahead i don't have much to say i mean yes <laughs> that's definitely a route to take and you will get better at one thing by doing that i just like having i just like knowing lots of things and when there's really nothing on the line like i said i i enjoy just learning things and really need to be the best. I only need to reach a point of conscious incompetence where I know what I'm oh. bad at and oh, I know what I'm to get sorry. better at. Oh, yeah. You know the theory of conscious and unconscious incompetence? Incompetence. Con Good. Inco uh, conscious? Con no. Inco uh, <laughs> unconscious <laughs> incompetence. Conscious incompetence. Conscious competence. And then unconscious competence. Yes, you do. And this yes, was mentioned by one of my most favorite teachers, not only in art, but in life. And let's all take a guess whoever that might be. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, bro, come on. Yoda. your fourth grade math teacher, Mrs. Hubbleston? Oh, no, it, it is still Proko. Stan Prokopenko has got his own website, oh, he's got that? his own YouTube channel. Oh, he's a nice and lovely guy doing some art tutorials. As much, as many of them for free as he can because he knows how it is to teach it to yourself. And I highly suggest you all to check him out later on if you have anything you want to learn about drawing. The human figure, drawing anatomy, improving your sketching skills and basically life as well. Because I believe he's helped me get through my struggles a lot. I'm also struggling to breathe while talking so much. Because uh, last episode, I heard somebody say, well, we can always hear someone breathing under microphone. And we all know who's got the crappiest microphone in here, don't we, guys? It's Heck. And I've stolen oh, it. I switched it for mine. But he doesn't Somebody's know that, so don't tell him. So shh. Nobody needs to know I stole this microphone. Uh, yeah, I'm getting slightly off road here. So the first yeah. thing is, uh, heck, you said you would, you believe that if you master one thing, if you're really great at it, as we talked about last week, uh, be great at your job, be on time, and be a pleasure to work with. Be great at your job. Oh yeah. And you're saying if if you're great at the thing, you do not need to worry about as many other things. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much that's the way I've experienced life in a, 
I mean, you can you can really see that I I struggle like a lot of really basic information because I just never bothered to learn it because I know other people know it. So, you know, I kind of rely on the fact that uh, where I focus on this one very specific branch of study that I want to go down on like literature and art, uh, other people will around me will be more so, you know, branching out into other places. So in a way, uh, I may not be a jack of all trades, but as a community, and as a circle of friends, we become a jack of all trades because we've all gathered so much information by ourselves in different specific directions that we can come together and have this collective pool of information that we can all draw from, right? MP, do you want to respond or do you give the baton of talking over to me? You may have the onus. <laughs> Quite the pleasure to converse with you about such matters. So, first of all, um, the <laughs> general gist of the saying "jack of all trades" is, is "jack of all trades, but master of none," which is implied to be a highly negative things because there is nothing you have mastered. You aren't able to do anything. You are basically eticus. You're nice at most things, but you're not good. And the original saying got even further and said, "Jack of all trades." master of none but still better than master of one which is what heck has already implied it's good to be a jack of all trades when compared to just knowing one base thing but you don't need to be a jack of all trades as long as you can do more than one thing and some base level of stuff the second point being uh, the rpg thing which ties back into focus and focus is i believe one of the overall things we'll find in this episode because you can either so let's presume you have some amount, some pool of energy and and mental capacity that you can use on your life, basically, on whatever skills you wish to pursue. And there is people who are uh, more similar to me. I it might be unfortunate, but I believe I'm more the type of person who knows a lot, a little stuff about a lot of stuff. So if you <laughs> approach me with any topic, I can talk to you about it for a bit. But it's only high, very base level knowledge. And that's one of the that reasons is. why I've picked up physics, because it's really interesting. Mm. And uh, the alternative being that you don't know a lot of things. Okay. Very often, even base common knowledge is just unavailable to you because you've spent all of your focus, all of your energy, and your knowledge pool on one skill, and you're excelling at it. You're just awesome, incredible. But you do have to make a payment for that. The payment being basic knowledge. And that is also uh, how you explain it in RPG terms. I've just tried rephrasing it. You already said it. <laughs> I just thought it is important. See, I'm hip with learning the kids. repetition. So I'm just repeating you. Now let's get on to something else. Uh, the theory of the circle of human knowledge. We can all imagine a circle, basically. I mean, most of us are artists, so we know a well, perfect circle okay. is impossible. Except for the circle so of life. But... Uh, overall, human knowledge can be specified in various trees and branches. And if we look at it from a distance that's far enough, you could imagine it as a 2D circle. Now you, as any person, start at the base of circle. Because as a baby, you don't know shiz. You're a baby! You need to be taught to bloody walk! Unless well, you speak can't for walk, yourself, then it's... <laughs> uh, I do not speak for myself, I speak for you. Let's try to stop me. How dare you! <laughs> Also, don't no, mind the noises and, in the background. Uh, the I'm, I'm on... taking pills. So oh, please stop <laughs> taking pills. 
just take one pill at a time. <laughs> See, I mean, that's, that's a uh, fun story we can tell in a second if we have time, you know? The story of uh, yes, me dying. Slowly dying. <laughs> we will. <laughs> pill and trove. So you all right? Go thing. ahead. Uh, on, on a tang, on a tangent. Uh, if you love humans, you're a philanthrope. So if you are somebody who actively does philanthropy, do you eventually earn a philanthropy because you're a philanthrope? Cool for so I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> uh, try me. I don't. I don't think you want to start a kicking match with me, though, for fairly obvious <laughs> reason. Uh. Going back to the circle of human knowledge, it is, as you've just seen, all, all knowledge is collected, why, which is why it's in a circle, because you can always go on various points on a circle. But if you really want to expand, you'll need to spend most of your focus, most of your life on a very particular skill, which is why when you have uh, somebody who's great at anything, be it science, be it art, philosophy, teaching, physics, maybe, Possibly politics, although there's also people who are really stupid and who excel at politics for some reason called money. But yeah, overall, if you want to be good at anything and if you look for the people, most of them have developed an interest very early on because, uh, first of all, children are the best learners there are. Nobody learns better and faster and more creatively and more smart than a child. And we eventually lose that, unfortunately, because our school and our education system was brought to us by the 20th century, which just wanted to build factory workers. One size fits all. Nobody's different. Nobody's allowed to be something special and unique. That's and another podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. So we're not getting into that so far. Uh, but the circle of human knowledge is something that is ever expanding. And it can infinitely expand. There's, there's no limit to how much humans can know, as far as we know right now. Which technically is a limit, yes, but we're not discussing philosophy for now. <laughs> but if, if you want to, uh, for, for any human, it ought to be the goal to increase the circle of human knowledge. So if you imagine the circle, just imagine one line going straight from the center to the circle. That'll be the fastest way to get to the center. And in terms of life you will just eventually find some topic some kind of research something that nobody else has ever thought about before something that nobody else has ever researched before that's when you hit the limit there's nothing left so far others could help you they could guide you and tell you what to do what not to do what maybe to do and whom to ignore but eventually you hit that limit and then there's no map and suddenly you're left without anything to do and for these things, uh, we'll get back to that later, so somebody please remember it. But at that point is when you're at your most important time of life, because this is where you are coming into play for the race of humanity, for our entire species. You could find out something new and expand the circle, or you could fail, which is equally as important, because the road to success is built on failure. Uh, that's also the reason I don't quite enjoy celebrating people who've done great things or achieved great things. So I get the gist of it. It's really nice. But we should just as much celebrate the people who failed before them because they are at least as important as those who didn't fail. But there's so in many what context Do you mean that? In like every in the... context. Ah, in every context. Well, I mean, aren't some people who come to success also people who 
by large part did it through effort and hard work and hardship and shouldn't we celebrate them anyways Uh, I'm not quite sure what you were getting at. Would you mind repeating this? I mean, didn't you say that we shouldn't celebrate people for their success? Exactly. Yeah, Unless didn't you say we that? also celebrate Yeah. people for the failures, and we can't do that because everybody has either succeeded or failed. So th there wouldn't be a point. Oh, <laughs> I thought you just meant let's not celebrate people who, <laughs> who succeed. I'm like, oh, geez. yeah, man, right? These people have done stuff already. They should <laughs> be happy with their life. Let's celebrate the people who yeah, haven't exactly. done anything. Let's give them something God, awesome. these, these stupid suckers. Who's the guy who invented vaccines? He can go screw himself, you know? All the people who failed killing all the. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, we're good here. Uh, let's continue. We're, we're, we're good here. Yes, let, let's go with that. Uh, Imperfect, you have told Karen is... I should stop reading things while I'm talking to you guys. It's really distracting. But Imperfect, you've mentioned something intriguing as well, and I would love for you to go deeper into it. And that thing you've mentioned is me and homosexuality, which is not what I want you to go into. It's just something you've mentioned, and I felt the need to bring it up, because I'm terribly sorry if anybody thought that way. But I am a he... Oh, let's ignore this. J just keep sexuality and politics out of this. I don't enjoy discussing it. Oh, look, we've gotten new people to join us. That's so lovely. But What yeah, on earth so... was that Lovely. tangent? Right when we get into the gay talk, Ignore it. people It's gonna be join. cut out anyways. Is it <laughs> though? Or isn't it? Is it? Ooh, Well, we, we the more shall we talk see. about it, the more there is to cut. Uh, yes, but here's the thing. You guys will have to listen to the... released podcast by that i'll already know whether it's in there and i can i can just sneak it in maybe Okay, <laughs> uh, oh. what am I See, talking about? we're gonna... you were talking about you uh the fact you don't need to excel at many things in life you just need to excel at your job and at your hobby and i would like uh initially to hear where you've acquired that mentality from where you think you've gotten it from what kind of troubles have you experienced while outliving it Have you ever had any troubles? How does it, how did it work when you told other people? So ju just tell us some stories of how this has worked in your life so far. Interesting. Well, that's the first time I've ever said it. So, yeah. Um, I just noticed that's how I kind of live because I'm paid to do my job and I want to do that well. So I kind Yeah. of, it's, it's a moral imperative for me to actually work and know and, and learn more and do as well as I can at my job. And that takes up time, obviously. It's an eight-hour job every day. I have to say so, yes. And that's definitely a bunch of time. And then, so uh, my hobby right now, side change, it's all, you know, a thing. You should have three hobbies in life. Do you know where I'm going with this? Because I forgot them. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Where have Let's you gotten see. it from? I've never No, heard this three before. hobbies... So you should have one hobby that makes you happy, one hobby that makes you money, and one Ooh. hobby that keeps you fit. Yeah, so one, Ah. one hobby should be creative, one hobby should be physical to keep you fit, and then one hobby should make you money. That's just something I saw somewhere and I thought...
that it was nice. I uh, agree. See, with I have like, like no hobbies, but like fourteen bad habits that all cost money and do nothing. <laughs> oh, habits! This uh, is going to be so fun when we discuss habits and habit building. No, let's never discuss habits. No, we we will do that after I finished my course on building good habits. Oh, you can't see this, but I'm gesturing very eloquently right now. So yeah. Of course. I'm doing a course right now, which is supposed to help me get my entire life in order and supposed to help me figure out what I want to do in life, how to succeed in anything, and how to just live an overall really nice one. But uh, the free hobbies you ought to have, Impy, do you know where you got it from? I couldn't tell you. It's, I've seen it in multiple article headlines, if that helps. So it's not, no, it's not uh, someone's uh, original thought. Probably not. But that's an interesting take. Uh, yeah, because this it, take means... Uh, go ahead. If you Google it, then... Actually fine. I'm just... I can't... It's not my copyright. It's someone else's. It's to, they take credit for it. Do it. Abuse copyright. I, I mean, don't uh, use Google. Make, make use I'm of sorry. Fair, fair use. Fair use, of course. Yeah, fair use what of illegal do? stuff. Us, Anyways. Uh, <laughs> news headline drawn to us. Team okay, freaking sued over <laughs> copyright. Alright, heck. I, I think we're going off on too many tangents, and if I'm yeah, saying this, it yeah. really means something. Impy, your question. Okay. Oh, well, I was still talking about... I was just, you know, it could be awesome if your hobby, if your one hobby can be all three. Like, if you're a drummer in a band, then you're fit, you're being creative, and you're making money with one hobby. I will have, I will have to disagree on this. It is the theory oh of my. don't put all your eggs in one basket. Because imagine you don't enjoy drumming anymore. Or maybe you're just, they just find a better drummer than you. Or, I, I don't know, maybe you're, you break your arms and can't drum. You lose the ability. Oh my god! You lose your sense of rhythm. There's a lot of things that can yeah. go wrong potentially. So I, I don't drummer, like putting huh? all three hobbies into one thing. Here's the thing which I would really enjoy if people did, as you said, uh, take hobbies that do more than one thing, because they don't need to be mutually exclusive. You can have three hobbies. One of them is really creative, and it also gets you fit. For example, being a drummer. One of them gets you fed, and it makes you money. You're maybe an athlete, a performer or something. The third one is creative, and what, what, what's the connection I'm missing here? Uh, we have creative, money. And, uh, creative and makes you money. So you're an artist on the side, or maybe it's just an opportunity for you to meet new people and excite them, and you can put it in your CV so people know what you do. And eventually, if they... If it ever hits someone who really enjoys that as well, you'll just be far more likely to be hired in today's society. Even if you're just an average Joe. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, well, well, I never answering. So, let's link this to, like, perfectionism, right? Perfectionism, of course. Here's the thing. These free habits, very important. We all agree that if you have these free habits, you should by average standards live a relatively healthy life yes by average standards yes if the rest of your life average is stable, yes yes 
Well, I mean, no, average, average nowadays means like. All right, all right let, let me rephrase. If you have these three sadness. habits, they will help you get your life in order, and they will help you oh, lead a better. happy life. That's they will better. not make you magically able to do this, but they will help you. Uh, well, I mean, habits by themselves, hobbies by themselves, don't. It's all about your mindset, but sure, mindset. Got a That's another mindset topic. <laughs> Yeah. So they could be very beneficial to yes. They could be very Perfect. beneficial to you, yes. Uh so oh, yeah. yes. I do I do like this thing about free hobbies. It's something new and I will probably go check it out later on. Uh linking this to perfectionism, nowhere does it say you have to be any good at your hobbies. You only need to enjoy them. And that is something I would just uh, tell people overall, you don't need to be great at anything. There's always somebody better. Usually, it's somebody from Asia. Don't quote me on yeah. this. But yeah, there, you, you I'm all writing know the it same. down. I'm writing oh, it go down. ahead, write it down. It's your handwriting. It's what you're gonna do? Oh wait, you're it's American. Don't sue me. Do you mean yeah. don't quote us? Uh, don't quote me somewhere, huh? It's literally being recorded. We don't have to oh, quote yes. you. We can play it back Whom to you. Whom do you think is doing the cutting for our release? Oh, for goodness sakes. Well, we have, we have, what's it, we have witnesses. <laughs> yes, of course you do, you. but they're not Jehovah's Witnesses, for, I believe. They might be. I'm not sure. Hey. Okay. Linking this all back to perfectionism, you never need to be perfect at what you do. You can't be perfect, and it's very important you aren't perfect. Because being perfect is the worst spot to be at. Any of you want uh, to put your own take before this, or do you want to hear mine first? Because I would uh, love to hear uh, your guys' responses. Sure. I mean, I have to agree, right? Uh, the way I always saw it is that perfect is really, 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 really boring, right? And I'm sorry if there's noise in the background. The chinchilla Imperfect. is going crazy and knocking <laughs> around the cage. <laughs> this explanation does not help. Clarify things. No, it's, it's never gonna be there's easier to understand. Oh, there's a chinchilla going wild in the background. <laughs> now I get no, it. No, it's it's good. Um, <laughs> it's not good when a chinchilla is... goes wild. Those things can be can be wild. Don't worry, she's cute. so you don't perfectionism. Uh, being perfect is a really bad spot to be at. Yes. Yes. Yes, because it's yes. boring. Because perfect, perfect means end of the road, right? Perfect means that there's no more room to grow and there's there's nothing left to do. If people were born perfect, then why would they even bother being alive? There's nothing to achieve. Oh, okay, to that's that's taking it a bit far. Well, I mean, nobody is born perfect, so I'm not technically <laughs> telling anybody to die, right? So there you go. Yeah. Hey, keep that in mind, hey. of course. Perfect. Yes, you're boring. Oh, oh, we know. There you go. There you go. Okay, you do landscaping. You play the guitar. <laughs> Your name is a bloody generic name, which I'm not gonna say, because you might not want it to reveal to the world of 50 people listening to this. <laughs> So yeah, name is blood. <laughs> yes, your name is Tyler. You're an American playing the guitar, and I'm perfect. You drive a Very truck. How more generic can you get? Very technically, uh, I'm only telling him to die, so I think we're good. <laughs> well, you... Go ahead, MP. I could be a white male. <gasps> you could, you could. Implying you're not, you are. 
I See, am. He's gonna pull a sneaky and be like half Asian. Or... No, 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 no. He's from a Christian family in America. No. Oh goodness. Well, um. Actually, what, I'm. What's like? I'm one sixteenth Hawaiian and like one eighty six. Did you just uh, say lion? What are you people doing in the Americas? Hawaiian! Hawaiian! <laughs> well, Hawaii is part of America, so it doesn't change anything. It's Islander. Okay, back to being perfect. So if Heck was done, I can say something. After I tell Heck something. Heck, do you know oh. whom you have just quoted almost word for word? No, I'm... Stan Prokopenko! No! I'm proud of you! Oh, you've done a good job! <laughs> yes, you have! You have all accepted it! <laughs> Alright. Listen, I'm sorry, me and Stan, we have the same big brain waves, you know? We, we're connected, you know? He, yeah. he knows you you he, and Stan, I'm sure. He, He's he just stole not... this idea from me, you know? Like, I was just in bed thinking about it, and then he, like the demon of the night he is, he snuck into my dreams and stole the idea. And that's, you know, that's the true nature of Stan Prokopenko. If he's capable of sneaking into dreams, I'll give him that. Imperfect, your take, <laughs> finally. Yeah. I have never thought of perfect as being boring. Uh, right. there's, there's this thing about artists, they're like, oh, a true artist is never done with their project or whatever. And I mean... Go ahead. I'll respond later it's, on. It's just people have said that, and it's some people believe it. I don't know because perfection doesn't exist. Like, there's nothing, there's no actual circle out there that's perfect, and we're trying to draw that every time we do, and we never reach up to it. Yeah, it would like, be Plato's world of ideas. Correct. There's. There's no such thing as perfection. The only thing that makes it perfect is your goal in all of it. So, if I wanted something perfect, it's, it's I want to draw this circle this to circle. do this thing. I want to draw a nice circle, a, a circle that can be shaded. Circle? <laughs> I want to draw well, a, a circle. You're, you are aware that you're... Uh differentiating between the common terminology perfect and your usage of this word because in general terms perfect refers to something flawless something ideal which is indeed unachievable as all ideals are ideals could be another topic for a podcast if oh, anybody bothers to write it down i shall yeah write. exactly we just don't write but any be, of this down <laughs> being ideal and being perfect is as we all know not achievable as for your quote about artists, would you like to talk some more before I respond to that, or do you wish to hear it right now? You can say stuff. <laughs> stuff. Oh god, I'm leaving the band! <laughs> the ba Wait, you're not a, you're a drummer! What are you doing? You're not gonna be fit anymore, you're not gonna make any more money, you can't even be hell- uh, What's the problem? Creative! I know. Let's, let's... Oh, look, uh, so, someone in the chat has a confession. Should we, should yeah, we talk about that? It, <laughs> is, it is Robo, I believe. And go ahead, guys. It's, it's just gonna be a joke. So, <clears throat> the first one is, uh, there were two things. Uh, perfect, 
the first one is that an artist is never truly done with their work. And that is correct, even if we were to use your interpretation of the word perfect. In that case, uh, let us say we wish to draw a lion, because yes, lions are a thing we've been talking about on this podcast. And no, it's clearly not a misunderstanding. Yes, we have. Mr. I'm 116th lion. Oh, yeah, that was oh. impressive. <laughs> Continue speaking. All right, let's go back. So I, I want to draw a line, and I want it to convey the feeling of power and freedom. I want this line to convey Nietzsche's idea of the lion and the mind. And I'm never going to be able to completely convey this, because it's wrong. It's open to interpretation. And unless it is clearly perfect and above human ability, and probably AI ability, uh, this thing can never be created, because it, it is oh. just an idea. So, yeah, something ideal also... that'll just do everything. Am I cutting out? No, no, I'm just saying, right. yeah, that's it's not even a thing that's possible because even people who look at a real lion are never going to think the same thing. Well, I, I dare say almost anyone who looks at a real, real lion is either thinking, oh, wow, this is impressive, or, oh, shit, there's a lion, I'm going to die. I zoned out for Unless they're a baby, because babies are just going to think, Baby, I, I don't know what babies think. Well, I saw a lion at a circus once, and it was being yes. made to jump through hoops. I thought that was kind of sad. Indeed it is. It's highly illegal in many countries and states even. So, I do agree there's more responses to seeing a lion. But overall, there is a gist, and no matter what you want to do, this line to do, it's never going to be perfect. And as a human, you will always make mistakes in your drawing. You can't place a line perfectly. You will always have some derivatives, and you will always have something you see that you that should be fixed, but you're just not able to fix it by drawing. And that's why people say you're never truly done with your work. And it is also because there's a lot of artists who are unfortunately quite perfectionist, and they keep doing the same things over and over and over. Until nobody's even going to notice the difference, but they see it. And uh, I believe this quote is, is to be interpreted as, at some point, you'll just have to say, all right, this is as far as I'll go. It looks good enough. It is good enough. It's not perfect, but it's sufficient. And I'll just let it go from there. That's all it I wanted to do. It seems we mention the theory of diminishing returns a lot on this podcast. The what? Diminishing returns. Diminishing returns, yes. I really yeah. hope uh, we're not going to have any diminishing returns upon mentioning that. Wasn't that some law in economics, the diminishing law of it's not, it's, marginal It's not utility? a law in economics. It's a law in, in everything. In life. Probably. In yeah. life. We talk, we I, I wouldn't say everything, but two, in most things. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> so yeah, it like two just, podcasts Just give us ago. a small setback, because learning is repetition. Oh, we didn't record that. Learning does not have diminishing that. returns. As long as it's kept to reasonable level, learning is good for you. Give us a review. Heck, give us the theory of everything. If you can't do this, give us the theory of diminishing returns in economics. Oh, the, well, it's the law of diminishing marginal utility. That was the full name. Uh, it's pretty much that the, what's it, the consumer's uh, happiness with a good 
will go down with each unit of the good consumed. So let's say if I buy a computer screen, right, then I buy another one. Maybe I need another one, right? But then it'd be hard pressed for me to buy a third one or even a fourth one. You know, with each computer screen I buy, I'll think like, what the hell am I doing more and more? <laughs> so that's how it works. And you can apply that to a lot of goods, you know, like uh, let's say some specific type of crisps, right? Like uh, Pringles. If I only bought Pringles day in and day out, I would start to lose interest in them. Like I wouldn't want them as much as I would like something new. Yeah, because you get bored of everything. Yeah, and that's exactly. another thing why being in, uh, not being perfect is a really cool thing. I do not say being imperfect is a really <laughs> cool thing here, because even though it is a really cool thing, I wasn't talking about it. <laughs> People want to be Tyler. Yeah. With, with his sweet southern accent and his marble guitar. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. But yeah, um, the theory of diminishing returns, the more input you give anything, the less you get out of it. So you will still get more and more stuff out of whatever you put the input in, but it'll be less. And that's something you should always look out for. At what point is it just not worth it to do more effort? Which is theory of diminishing returns, and it's also why artists should be done with the work. And as for never being perfect, as an artist, that's because you're continually growing, or at least you should be, because it... Uh, let's go back to the circle of human knowledge. You can't know everything in this circle. You can only know an incredibly narrow subset. So there's two options. You can either go into some kind of research or something new, try to expand the circle, or you can try to interconnect the circle, use it, and gift this knowledge that you have to other people, teaching. And I, I, believe, I believe teaching is not the overall term, but I'll call it teaching for now. This does not refer exclusively to people who actually teach stuff, but also to those uh, who are great artists that have still taught us something, for example, about the value of human life or about how to draw naked men showing their fingers to each other. That was Michelangelo, I believe. Yes, it was. For goodness sake, oh, yeah. but you have to describe it like that. Of course I do. But yeah, getting back to my point, I forgot it. Mm -hmm. ah, so, perfect, so did I. God damn it. <laughs> ah yes, teaching. Ha! Memory ah! works again. <laughs> teaching is really cool and I support everyone who teaches. I believe teachers should be far more, getting far more support and money than they currently do because they build our future. Tangent over. Let's go back to normalcy. Does somebody want to suggest a direction or do I have the privilege of choosing it again? Uh, I can... The floor is yours. Or MP. Uh, I can... <laughs> Let me... I have a... A little a story. I don't know if you guys have heard. It. It's it's not about me. It's another thing I saw before and it's been stuck in my mind for a long time. Uh, have you guys ever heard the story about the the pottery class? class. And, no. Ah. Oh. Well, it is certainly vague. <laughs> okay. Um. Some students went to, into a pottery class, and the teacher divided them in half said half of this class you guys have to make like 40 pots by the end 
of the, the class. He took the other half and said, yeah. you guys, you have to focus on one pot, the entire class. And uh, so the I class went throughout. And at the end of the class, he divided, he, divided. Or he, he, <laughs> he graded each pot. Each pot. That was the, the, the last pot that everybody made. The side of the class that had made and made and made pots, like, eventually, their pot at the end was so much better than the pot of the ones who had only focused on one. Because they had gotten the experience, they had done all the work, and they had just improved over time by doing lots and lots of stuff. As opposed to the people who had, you know, oh, should we make the net go this way what what ratios of clay and water should we use how hot should we do it you know all that stuff mm. so there's a lesson in there somewhere that does that there's does a lot of lessons in that one heck oh yes you tell us what you get out of this then mp and then <laughs> me if i still manage to remember things go ahead heck ah well, it does remind me what my friend Martian Tire always tells me. You know, the Martian Tire that doesn't really post a lot of art yet. But um, the they point should is, join our like, server. Oh, yeah. she should. I mean, she will blow everybody away. She's literally the best art designer. But we're going, we're getting off topic here. The point is that she always pushes me to make art because that is the thing, the only thing that any artist can do to improve, no matter what kind of art it is, writing, uh, ah, art, photography. Yeah. I mean, if we don't practice, then, you know, we don't get better. And it's as simple as that. And we can spend hours and hours and hours on one work and be super proud of it. But we can't just leave it at that, you know? We constantly have to go tomorrow, you know, I'm gonna make something good again, you know? And even if we don't, that's fine, right? But as long as we believe that we can still be better tomorrow and have that mentality and carry it throughout our lives, then we will get better, you know? And I mean, that links back to, I think I think this was our first, first podcast, right? About our challenges and Inktober. Yeah. How the, being oh, forced that was to draw, ages ago. Yeah, that was so long ago. Uh, how being forced to draw daily actually help me improve my art a bunch which you can check out at the mighty heck on underscore on Ooh, on shameless plugs are shameless <laughs> no, so I, I knew no. i said i wasn't gonna respond to this but there's something some things i just feel like i have to respond to first of all do you recall what i responded at the time about daily art challenges ah no <laughs> so they can also be a really bad thing because they make things boring repetition and they could also help you. So here's the thing. Practice makes perfect. You should not read this as literal perfection, but it makes you better and better. That's what perfect means in this context. Yes, I know it's weird, but practice makes perfect was and chosen because it's such I a mean, convenient yeah. spelling. I just, and better, <laughs> there's, there is no ideal for better. Better is just, just you get more practiced at putting what's on your head at envisioning what's in your head and putting it out onto your medium. That's all better is. Right. So, um, going back to the practice thing. Practice improves. And here's the first question. What does practice improve? Answer. Practice improves whatever you do. 
So depending on what you do, you could actually end up being worse and worse at art because you practice the wrong things. So yeah, I do agree. It is vitally important that you put in the hours, you do the work. You always produce more art. Practice is absolutely necessary. But it's not the only thing. And it can also be a bad thing. There's such a thing as over-practice, which uh, is most commonly leading to burnout. And burnout is just not a, sp a spot you want to be at. Because if you burn out, you can't do anything. And you will degrade totally. overall. Yes, Good totally. thing you're mentioning this. Because I totally forgot uh, that. Yeah, so yeah, don't, don't over-practice. Don't do and if you <laughs> <Yep>. do practice, <laughs> practice the right way. So let, yes. let's imagine you want to practice drawing heads, which I'm doing right now. So what, what you could do is just draw any heads you see and try to get the angles right. As you said, make 40 pots in your story. And that is one way. But you'll end up getting a lot of bad habits because you haven't trained yourself. So what you could also do is first of all get some references and get some simplifications. And that is one of the most important rules. If anybody of our listeners is capable of doing this, please take a note and write down, first of all, practice is important. Second <laughs> of all, simplify everything. And you could also uh, ju just keep in mind, don't oversimplify. But generally, simplification is necessary and required. And that's one of the other things. So simplify heads. And then what you would be doing is iterative practice. And that's when you do a practice drawing of whatever you're working on currently, right? And then uh, when you're done with that, you drink a sip of water, get a break, come back to your work, look at it, and you see it's just horrible. You see all those mistakes, especially at the beginning, because you can just see how it doesn't fit, the proportions are off, and all that stuff. Then you focus on one of these issues. And you do the next drawing, which will be the exact same thing, just with that one issue fixed. And you do 10 of those new drawings. And eventually you'll see, all right, I fixed the one thing. I'm capable of drawing this now. And then you go on to the next thing and to the next thing, etc. And you do this until you're satisfied. And you always keep in mind, oh no, don't ever practice. And you'll have to stop eventually. You can't be perfect. So yeah, do practice, but do not practice too much and uh, practice the right things because you can practice as much as you want to Let, let's take an analogy it doesn't matter how much you practice fencing you're never going to get better at shooting a bow with it so practice the thing <laughs> you want to improve at and that's why you really need art tutors and art community and other people around you that help you figure out what you need to improve at which is why i'm really yes. glad about our discord server because it's helped me figure out some stuff there's some new Follow the link in the in description. <laughs> Follow the link in the description to get in our Discord server and get the awesome opportunity to interact with us more directly and hear a funny, quote-unquote funny, banter before the episode. Watch yeah. me ignore yeah. the Watch you go to town. Thanks, I, I will do that in February. Land, I go to other stuff. Keep the date open, right? Yes. Yes. Hmm. That, that sounded very unsure. And which, that's which my response to your to the first part of your response. You still remember the pot <laughs> story is what we were talking about? Not that kind of pot, please. So, uh, go on and respond. <laughs> or are oh, you done? Which one of us? You, you were telling us how practice is really important and you get really good if you practice. And then we talk about that some. 
and it was all a response to imperfect story of the Potter class who was split in half. Yes. And one class half had to do four of them, one half had to do one. We were talking about some things about practice, but you weren't done responding. So, or were you? Was I? <laughs> <laughs> well, is there something you would like to talk about further? Uh, um. <laughs> I don't know, I'm kind of hungry, but I can't eat because of the antibiotics. <laughs> Are you, you can eat if you stay away from the microphone. Well, no, because of the pills, Summer. Gee. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, the pills. Oh the no, I just slammed my new bottle of kombucha tea on the floor. Fortunately, it didn't break. <laughs> what is this name? Kombucha. <laughs> it's a kind of tea. It's fermented and it's originally from the Vietnam, I believe. Ooh. Anyway, imperfect. Since heck is done, and I'm just gonna eat some snacks to uh, show dominance over his weak pill taking persona. persona. I... Please give us your response. My response. Your ideas that you've gotten from the Potter story. Not the Harry yes, Potter one, but the class Potter. Story. Respond to my own I story. I like yes. responding to myself. I do that a lot. Yes, I do too. <laughs> so do I. Oh, thank you. No, oh, go goodness. ahead. Uh, it's just literally life. It's it's what college is for, or what university, whatever you call it. It's what Inktober is. It's what practice is. It what It's what classes are. It's all of them. Um, hey it's guys, all about gonna... making pots. So whose phone is buzzing? Me. It I'm gonna have to disconnect. Phone. I gotta, I gotta take this call really quick. All right. I'll connect back in later on. Yeah. Heck and me will be discussing some things. Yes, I have to go pee. <laughs> all right. Let, let's take a short break here, <laughs> and we can see whether the bot recorded any of what we just said. Oh, yeah, check the commands. Don't just, like, if you tell it to leave, is it just going to leave and then not yes, give it's the just going to leave, and it's going to DM you a link where you can find all your all of our stuff, if oh, it works. Oh, okay, perfect. Okay, well, uh, we can just tag when we're back to ready to get Yeah, so we'll right? be back in five, whenever Imperfect's back. All right? Heck, please sure. stay in your room and be ready to reconnect. Okay, okay. Not tagging him. Oh, we're waiting for waiting for waiting for hack. No, I'm not. Let's a tag him. A. Are you tagging? Tag. Heck. There we go. Yeah, MP. So, un until we're with him, and while we're on our kind of break, tell me about your week. Hey, brah. Indeed. Oh, week. for your entire family uh, of 15 people. But okay, I got Christmas gifts oh, for everybody. Right. Woohoo. 
No. Uh, immediate family. Okay, well, I got. Let's see. <laughs> One, two, three, give a, four, give five, a man a second to take a leak, six, please. Seven, eight, eight gifts. Actually, nine. Yeah, like nine <laughs> gifts. No. So. I, I am not this having this conversation. If it only took a second, it would be pretty efficient. I hope you take more than a second. But yeah. Ah. So, heck. Imperfect has got to leave in about five to ten minutes, so we're just gonna be but it means you have doing some off moderation, ladder. and we will actually continue this topic next week. Tune in to find out why life, all college classes and everything, yes. is about making forty pots. Mm. Until until next week, it has been a pleasure talking to you guys. There is quite a lot of things nice. I still want to delve into. I like it. Some previews are going to be Marshall's epigrams. We have done them. I do wish to go into languages. I also want to go into yeah. normalcy overall and whether, pe and whether people desire it or whether they despise it. And then I want to talk about the philosophy of an ordinary life and about genre painting, which was started by Jan Vermeer, who is from the Netherlands. And about his most promiscuous pupil, Casper Natcher, who are all people that are highly connected to the art of ordinary life. So that's what you all can look forward to next week. Unfortunately, we'll have to end this preemptively. And so I wish you all a most marvelous, wonderful evening. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you've had fun and learned something. And please, Imperfect, tell us something you want to end this on. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Next, do you want to do? You, do you want to do it like you're starting moderation? I don't know. Next, no. next podcast. Have this fun. Like a... uh, Have oh, fun, everybody. I, I like that. Heck, I am heck, the come cute on. one. <laughs> you're the cute one. Um, give us, give us something well, good. Next podcast. Next podcast. Still be Let's do this already. One, of course. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Let's Ooh. see. Next time let's on John Do Us. For heck. <laughs> As for me, I wish you would leave us. <laughs> next episode. Yeah. Find out on the next episode. <laughs> I can't do the operation. But yeah. Please, guys. Uh, there's something I will have to remind you to of starting from next episode on but for now i'll do it so dear listeners please leave us a five star rating on itunes leave us a five star review on whatever device you're using to listen to leave us a thumbs up and a subscription on youtube it would really be awesome if you enjoyed this as much as I being able just... to just spend your I'm next okay week you on it maybe because we've drawn you in and if you could spread it around and share with your friends, that would also be equally Power awesome. to the people! Because we're all about people here. We want to help people improve their life. That is the journey we have set out to do. We want to help people improve their art and their life. So please spread the word and have a lovely evening. <laughs> oh yeah, this is an awkward thing. <laughs> Ooh, step, step. <laughs> so... <laughs> ah! <laughs> totally.
Leave already, bot. We just need to yell at it.